In the beginning, there was darkness. Then, there was Paul Brown. Paul Brown transformed the game. Hello, Paul Brown here. Welcome to the first ever International Browns Podcast. I'm here with my co-host Jack Duffin. Jack, how are you, mate? I'm good. Good. Just uh, celebrating a shutout from the Super Bowl champions. Which we, we did it, buddy. Yeah, well, the result's great, mate. And I know you don't normally care about pre-season wins, but mate, I thought we had a little bit of a deal. We, uh, we had an agreement that uh, we would do a podcast every single day to the end of the year, with the view that you would get up at 7 a.m. in the morning. Well, I get up at 7am, wow. but the post-game shows are meant to be recorded straight after the game, and if I'm not to be mistaken, you fell asleep, buddy. Okay. Guilty when charged. Yeah, I fell asleep in the last quarter of game. <laughs> you didn't miss anything. Once Baker went out, the game was nothing. Alright, great. Well, look, let's, um, let's uh, start with a bit of structure. Predictions. How do we get on? Um, I don't think anyone predicted a shout. I predicted them only getting one touchdown, so I think I did better on that front than everyone, but it wasn't great. Yeah, your direction was definitely uh, closer than mine, uh, uh, my predictions of uh, quite a, a free-flowing attacking game. But I'd sort of pegged it on Nate Sudfeld having a bad game, and what was a surprise is Nick Foles had an absolute mare, and there were some people within Brown's fandom saying let's give up a uh, first round pick for this guy. He's had two good games on the way to a Super Bowl, so he's obviously an amazing player. And the fact is, he stunk yesterday. Um, even Doug Peterson had a go at him um, at half-time, publicly. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, so we've seen two players now, McCarron and uh, both, both two people we've been linked with. Uh, seeing Mayfield, I'm quite happy that the direction we're going in. Yeah, it was... It was Positive. Looking at the passing game, there was some big ups and some big downs. If you look at sort of the negatives, I'm going to start with that. The screen game, Todd Haley loved it um, when he was in Pittsburgh. He's been trying to get it going, and every time we try it, it ends up falling apart. I think there was one good screen all game, and that was in the third period with 10.21 left on the clock. And it's a worry because he likes it, but... It wasn't going anywhere. Yeah, I thought um, our, our, our receivers across the board were okay. There wasn't like anything that stood out amazingly. Um, but yeah, I thought I thought um, across the uh, width, it was it was okay. There was no major problems with our wide receivers. Do you think that's fair or not? Yeah, I thought the wide receivers did really well. The one annoyance was in the red zone; they just weren't getting separation. Um, I remember texting you during the game when Landry kept throwing a hissy fit, when he kept running into our receivers, um, running to their defender, and he was just asking for a flag, and it was like, you've just got to man up and get open, because twice he was the, he's going to throw to him, and he just, he ran into his own uh, wide receiver, and you're not going to get a flag for that. CJ Board did well. 
Yeah, I thought he, he came in. He was he got the most receptions for us alongside Njoku. Um, the the one concern is it was the length of them passing. I remember we were at a um, third and twenty, so Tyrod Taylor threw it one yard behind the line of scrimmage. It was just a. I really really worry that that's going to be something we see time and time again of. I know you're not going to throw for 20 yards in that situation, but I want to be throwing on third and distance to try get near to that distance. So whether you just make it or you get a um, fourth down where you can go for it, then put yourself in that position. It was poor. The red zone work, again, was, I'm going to say awful. We never looked like scoring once we got to the red zone. We were great on our way there, and then once we got there, everything just went wrong. And uh, quarterbacks, how do you feel? Um, Mayfield had the interception. I think he should have seen it because you had, um, I think it was Willies coming straight across, and it then was. he got jammed. And yeah, he, he was he would have got there if the jam wouldn't have happened. But as soon as he got jammed, he needs to pull that down. I think quarterbacks do make interceptions, mate. It's part of part of life. Oh, it's the reading of the game, though, and he is still a kid, so fingers crossed the reading of the game picks up. But you just—it's one of them that you probably should have seen it. But it's—it's it's not the end of the world. Uh, lots of short passing. Um, the one positive that I saw with Baker that I continue to love in each game is he throws that ball away, and it's one of my big frustrations with Tyrod Taylor. Tyrod Taylor would rather take the sack than throw the ball away. Um, and you're losing then 10 yards roughly when that happens. So I'd much rather he follows Baker's lead. And as soon as the play breaks down and you've got no one open, throw it away. Don't stand there and take the sack and lose 10 yards. Throw it out of bounds. Is there any updates on uh, uh, Tyrod's uh, left hand? He looked quite injured, but he came back on. It looked a lot worse than it was. And thank God um, we don't want to be losing a player this early. Um, but no, it looks like it's all fine. Who knows? It might be something that he sits out a few days of practice. Um, but we'll see. Okay. And um, how would you rate the whole passing game out of 10? Let's try and make this a regular feature. So rate the passing game out of 10. I'm going to go a 4. Mate, that low? Well, just it didn't come together. When you've got a quarterback that throws 11 passes for 65 yards in Tyrod Taylor, that is not it's not an NFL standard. Um, Baker, 76 yards and eight passes were good. We didn't throw a single touchdown all game. And those numbers are deeply worrying. And I'd love to say our defence is going to be this good all season, that you can get away with winning games, scoring five points. But I don't think that's going to be a feature that we're going to see for all 16 games. Mate, we did move up the pitch quite well, mate, and we were quite fluid at times. Yeah, but I, I would say, well, I'm just doing a little bit of maths here, it's about 150 yards throwing all game. No, that that is half of what you'd expect from an NFL team in a game. You know, as well, mate, what do you think about the O-line? The O-line, I thought, they were okay at times, but then at other times it was quite porous. Um, but the advantage is you've got I think Baker and Tyrod are both quite agile and mobile, so they're able just to run out that pocket and make a throw. So 
fingers crossed they're not relying on doing it too much, but we saw quite a few times when Baker had players on top of him and somehow just weaved his way out and uh, made a throw. So they do need to improve. Um, we'll see what changes. Come on, mate. It's got to be a 5 out of 10, mate. There was more positives than that than a 4 out of 10. Well, if we're throwing half the amount of yards an average NFL team makes, then it's not good enough. All right, mate, mate. Ruthless. You're not moving on that four. Let's keep it with a four then. Let's see what the... Uh... Yeah, hold on, hold on. You can go with another number. This isn't just a, my show. It's a, it's a share show. Um, all right, mate. I'm a bit more positive than you. I'm going with a five then. Let's see what the fans say. Let's go five out of ten for the passing, passing game, yeah? Yep. All right, cool. Moving on to the running game. So just breaking down the numbers. Uh, Chubb had 14 attempts for 46 yards. Hyde, seven attempts for 45 yards. Hilliard all in the fourth quarter, was four attempts for 19 yards. Duke Johnson, three attempts for 13. Baker, three for 10. Tyrod, two for five. And Matt Day's one attempt for nothing. Day's not looking good, is he? Um, I don't think he'll make the roster. There sort of seems to be some fringe hype that they'll have a fifth uh, person in the running back room, but I don't think it'll happen. I just can't see it. Duke Johnson was quite quiet last night as well, wasn't he? Yeah, I think I think they've got they've got something up their sleeve with Duke Johnson. The fact that they signed him to this solid extension, and then we've not really seen him at all in the preseason. So I don't know if he's going to be exclusively maybe a slot receiver this season, or something else is going to happen. But I'm pretty sure Haley has something up his sleeve, and we'll find out later. And Hyde and Chubb, quite fair, fair good evenings, yeah? Yeah, it was. Um, it did seem to be a bit boom and bust at times, because if you look at Hyde, his longest run was 33 yards, and then on his other six attempts, he made 12 yards. Uh, so, there was times when our O-line was great, and they held it open, and there was running lanes there for running backs, and there was other times where it, it just wasn't pretty, and we were getting one, two yards, and the minimum expected amount is you get four yards or you get a first down, and you've got to be hitting one of them too. So there definitely needs to be some more improvement. I don't know if it's just a concern for Haley. He wants to get more practice in the run game, maybe because Hugh won't let him injure players and have any contact in practice. But running on first and second down, just I don't know if it's just a pre-season getting used to the running game. You don't really want to be doing that going into the season because if you can throw on the first and second down and then you're third and short, then you'll turn to the run or fourth and one, you run it over the line. So it was a bit too much running, but we'll see what happens. Why did we run it on that um, just one yard off the uh, touchdown? No idea. That was surely just a one-yard run. Surely, surely the stats would say easy one yard, just run it. Yeah, it w- it was bizarre at times, but hey, it's it it's preseason, so they might be just trying to test out different situations. And the uh, O line, um, you felt that it uh, opened up for the uh, running game. It was very boom and bust. Um, so sometimes they were great, other times it didn't work well. But to be fair, they're up against one of the best D lines in the uh, NFL at the moment, so I'm not too surprised. Um, I thought they they did well. 
Okay, cool. And uh, number out of ten, mate. Let's put you under some pressure here. I'm going to go a six this one. Um, just because the positives were great, but the question marks of like Hyde having six runs that averaging six runs that weren't great if you take out his one longest. So um, we just need that m bit more consistency because we don't want to see what we had from Crowell. Of if you take out Crowell's like big runs two years ago, his running game was awful. All right, let's move on. Oh, Passing the fence. Where's your number, mate? Hit me with your number. Mate, I'm just I'm going, keeping it real simple today, mate. I'm just going with... Uh, I'm matching you with a six, mate. I uh, um, I don't think it was amazing. And I think you're fair, it's a very fair point, what you said. It was hot and cold at times. So six out of ten is fair, mate. Yep. Mate. We're going to start with some no love. This should be more higher numbers. Passing defence. I thought it was phenomenal. Um, I was really, really impressed. Um, they were great. They were shutting it down. And the big thing, the big takeaway, was we're finally getting turnovers. It's been such a frustration that time after time, we weren't getting turnovers last season. And there's many stats that say if you win the turnover battle, you're more likely to win games. You're more likely to go to the playoffs. And it was just great to see. Yeah, BBC, mate. What a great moment when he caught that. Yeah, it was just, it just seemed to be rash from time. So just looking at their passing numbers, Nick Foles, 13 of 17 for 127 yards and two interceptions. Nate Sudfeld, 11 for 21 for 72 yards. And they obviously threw him for more yards than us, but at the same time, they were just giving up stupid errors. And, um, we were capitalising on them. So I don't know if Nick Foles just isn't fully healthy. Yes, they've got some injuries and they're missing some players. But we got out there. We did what we could. And I've been the first team defence has been brilliant so far in pre-season. The one question we're going to see is, will there be the depth on it? And will we be able to repeat that? But I'm positive. Yeah. Um, I thought McKinnon did well. Yeah, I thought... I think there's a really good chance of him making the roster, mate. I really do. I think it's an outside chance, but I wouldn't rule it out. I think he's looked good. I thought Burgess and Avery looked really good on the pass rush coming in and um, also covering with Burgess. Um, and no, we got that pass rush really working, which gave them less time. And you'd regularly see them in and around foals, um, causing problems. And it was, it was great to see. It, it was a different off um, defence than we saw last season. Yeah, so I thought it was uh, really positive there, and I, I felt really confident actually when uh, they were throwing the balls around. Sorry about that, mate. Work raid. That's all right. Um, okay, great. And um, passing defence, what number are we going to go with? I'm going to go with an eight. Um, only because, and it's not on them not being awesome, it's down to. Um, just they had a few injuries, and let's see when the season starts. But uh, very, very positive. Yeah, I think eight eight's a very fair number, mate. I agree with you on that one. Um, yeah, moving moving on. Um, yeah, what about um, uh, defences ends? Um, I thought uh, Garrett uh, had a great game. 
Yeah, I thought our D-line did a good job in many cases of shutting down that run game. Um, they got after them. They caused problems. They got um, Smallwood had 12 attempts for 53 yards. Adams had four attempts for 33. Jones, three for 12. And Sudfeld, one for three yards. Um, so we limited their run game. And uh, it was good to see. So I still think there was times when they were running for on first and 10. And they were running for all 10. So it's got to be better. But... <laughs> They were getting in there, and I don't know if it's just odd players missing their blocks, um, but they've they've got to do more. Yeah, Avery uh, got a scoop in there and uh, pulled out the ball, didn't he? Yeah, so I don't know if it's, they're just playing more risky and looking more for turnovers than stopping the um, runner, but we got the ball back, so there, there was definitely positives. I would say, mate, 7 out of 10. For the run, D? Yeah. Mm, I'm going to go 5. Just because any time teams are getting several... Good, mate. When you... mate, you're like saying, you're 15 out of 20 there, mate. That's well low. When you're looking at a first in first and 10 and they run for 10 yards... That will kill you in a regular season game. So they've got to get better on that. It, it, I just saw it, I think it was three times it happened. First and ten and they run for ten yards or more. It's it's not good enough. Alright, I'm going uh, six out of ten, mate. Take that. Alright, good. And... Um... Mate, still stupid penalties. I thought there was a lot less. I was I was quite impressed with the reduction in penalties. Yeah, there was still some in there, but it's going the right direction. So fingers crossed. Yeah, really? I... Mate, surely we could be just a bit, a bit better disciplined just to stop these stupid penalties. Oh, definitely. There's certainly more work to do, but I, I was quite happy that I I I thought I haven't seen the numbers on penalties yet, but. It felt like there was less this time. Uh, and um, any players you felt, like the bubble players, you felt that uh, done themselves some justice yesterday? There was five I wrote down. I, I think some of them more looking at practice squad spots than... Um... Let, me, let me see name them, yeah? Yep. CJ Board? Yep. McKinnon? Yep. Um... Derek Wills. Willies, yeah. Willies. Um, Mello's been, stats are quite good week after week. Who's that? Bello, he had a stack and he had uh, uh, a couple of tackles. Bello's never making this roster. It's two linebackers though. Um, Grace? No. No? I'll tell you. Burgess and Avery. Yeah, okay, mate. Avery's making it all day long. Yeah, but he 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 came into the start of the season, and being a fifth round pick, you're no guarantee to make the roster. So, mate, a hundred hundred percent, mate. He's in the roster unless it's an injury. Oh no, he's in. Mate, 100%. he's making it now. But when we started training camp, there was no guarantee he made it onto the roster. 
especially after you added Kendricks, because you, you're sort of the first four rounds of an NFL draft, they're more or less locks to make a roster. If you're outside of that, anything can happen. No one's averse to taking a fifth-round pick and then putting them onto a practice squad and someone might grab them. So I, I was more than happy um, with his performance, what we've seen. He's a lot more pass rusher and needs to develop coverage, but as a pass rushing linebacker or potentially a defensive end. wouldn't surprise me if we see the move and uh, he plays defensive end for large parts of the season. All right, cool. News? Yeah, well, let's keep an eye on them, guys. Yeah, let's, let's cover some news. You want to talk about this uh, safety guy, yeah? Yeah, so um, Obi Melafondwu was a second-round pick for the Raiders last season. It's a strong safety, and if you're going to be honest, if you look at a pairing of position, it's probably our strongest position pairing in Peppers and Kindred. But my opinion is I'd rather have more than less. As a second-round pick last year that had a not great year, some injuries, the Raiders have waived him, claiming his head's not really in the game. I think he's worth picking up. We've got this first waiver opportunity. Grab him. The talent's there. If you can get his head right, the upside's massive. Um, so I think you you make the move, Dorsey. Pick him up off waivers and let's, let's see what the lad's got. Because you've got Greg Williams that loves linebackers. There's a lot of rumour that he wants to play more linebacker but can do the coverage end. And that's sort of the fear with Avery, Kendricks. How good are they in coverage? Our linebackers got murdered in coverage last season. So he could potentially be that sort of matching up with tight ends and doing other stuff this season. So I reckon you pick him up and let's see what happens. You can't have enough good talent and it'll be relatively cheap. Mate, surely you should be focusing on the, de uh, the, the uh, defensive uh, tackle and OT space before we even look at a luxury player like that. Um, well, the thing is, where he's still on his rookie contract, you, you're not paying him silly money, so... It's not like we're going to go out and have to offer him $8 million a year. Um, we still pick up that rookie contract as a waived player, and we just keep paying him. So I reckon you just add him. There's no top uh, tackles out there. Um, you might trade for a Donald Penn. Um, in terms of defensive tackle, they've brought in Hankins. They didn't want to go that way. They might later on um, after seeing the run defense, but doesn't seem to be their priority at the moment. I reckon you, you bring him in. Bring him in. He's cheap. Let's uh, see what he's got. All right, good. And uh, last and least, Dez. Dez. Still, so not, still stuff being talked, tweeted around. Do you think this is going to happen or not? I'm really I'm... not sure. I think um, I, I just want to pull out his direct quote from yesterday where... He's he's basically said he's got a deal in his on his phone of a contract offer from the Cleveland Browns. So whether it is legit, who knows? Is he just waiting to come back to camp later on in the season? We don't know. We'll find out. But I th I think we are more leaning towards we might see him at some point now than we won't. It's one then we'll find out later on. Jack, thanks a lot for your time this morning. Good to catch up. Um, I'll put this online and then um, we'll, we'll go forward from there. No worries. All the best, buddy.
Alright, go brownies.